0: All right, everybody, so today's episode of the Sam Sports Talk Podcast is actually brought to you guys by Sweet Dreams Confections Company, which is voted as Delaware's number one chocolate and confectionery shop. So they're perfect for birthdays, holidays, or just any day. So, guys, do me a favor. Treat yourselves some Sweet Dreams Confections today. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sam Sports Talk Podcast. This is going to be episode 16, week 6 of season 2. So today we've got something a little bit different. I'm doing an interview. I got my boy CJ on here today. CJ, say what's up. Tell, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, bro. What's
1: going on, everybody? CJ Loper, uh, Middletown High School graduate, class of 2018. Current student athlete, um, baseball pitcher at Division I Delaware State University.
0: Yes, sir. Love to hear it. Uh, so i'm covid's been crazy for you guys over the past two seasons obviously um can you just tell me a little bit how that affected your season last year did you guys even play last year
1: so we did we did actually start the season last year um i'm not sure if we're familiar with a typical baseball college schedule but uh we started off with a lot of out of conference opponents typically a tougher schedule you know that's so we started off probably about 12 to 15 games in uh right when we were about to get our the ball rolling feet underneath us we were at practice one day, we got the phone call, um, letting us know that the season be canceled because of COVID. Um, so that was kind of tough on the guys. You know, there's a lot of uncertainties at the time. Um, we're really sure if the season was completely canceled, or if it was going to just come to a halt for a brief moment. Um, so there's a lot of just, you know, like I said, uncertainties, it was rough at first, but yeah, we did get about 12, 15 games in, didn't get to play our normal in conference schedule, but we did face some out of conference opponents.
0: Right. So. What's going on this year, like as far as like restrictions and stuff? like are you guys like full go? Like what's going on? Well, I mean,
1: it's rough. I mean, there's, there's new stuff every day, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. as far as testing goes, screening, um, there's different schools, like just within our conference alone, the MIAC, there's been at least Maryland Eastern Shore University, Bethune Cookman, and I'm pretty sure there's one other school that have just dropped out altogether. So even up until this week, you know, our season starts next Tuesday. Um, even in, up until this week not in our specific conference but in other conferences around the NCAA there's still schools you know canceling spring athletics altogether. together so it's kind of weird um, as far as it goes here there's just a lot of different rules that we have to follow by you know obviously the mask wearing you can only you know be six feet apart from your teammates for so long on a, on a baseball field right yeah but luckily we're an outdoor sport so it's a little bit more lenient. Um, there are a lot of regulations that are strictly followed here. And if you're not following them, you know, there's punishments that come with that. So it's a little bit different, but at the same time, just blessed to have the opportunity to be back out on the field.
0: Yeah. I was about to say, like, I'm glad, I'm glad that you guys are actually able to get out and play this year. Cause I know last year had to be a heartbreaker for you guys, not being able to play the full season all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was rough. Um, So I'm not a college athlete. I was never a college athlete. I was just a high school athlete. So walk me through a day. Being a collegiate athlete, like, what are you doing on an everyday basis?
1: Okay, well, yeah, this year it's a little bit different from you know your other typical years, but you know my day usually starts at 5:30 a.m. Uh, we get up, head over to the facility, get screened and tested. That's a little process itself, um, 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, um, screening occurs every single day. We get tested Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, so three days a week we get tested. After that, usually around six ish, go grab something to eat, grab some breakfast. Uh, head back to the room. We have class from typically 8 a.m. all the way leading up to 1.30, 1.45. Um, Practice time is from two to six. So voluntarily practice is two to three, which is just go in get your own work done. Um, Typically I'll use that to do some mechanical work or go over see the trainers, just get a little bit of prep done before practice, whether it's a bullpen or just a long toss day, something of that nature. So we'll be at practice usually from, like I said, two to six get out of practice, go grab dinner quick with the team. After that, um, pitcher specifically, we have lift at 7.30. So we have a 7.30 to 8.30 lift, that's twice a week. Um, typically three days a week when we're out of season, preseason, but right. we're in season we're in a maintenance phase, so that's two days a week. Um,
0: aside from that, yeah, and you wake up the next day, do it all over again. That's a hell of a schedule. Yeah, man. That's jam-packed, bro, oh my goodness. Yep. That's nuts. Uh, so. Let's move on to this. So I know like when I used to go out for football games, baseball games, whatever, we're always listening to music. You know what I mean? Like something to hype us up, something to get us ready to go into the game, whatever. So right now, tell me, what kind, what's your favorite music that you like to listen to before you got to pitch? Mm-hmm. What kind of artist, song, whatever? Go ahead, let me know.
1: You know me, Sam. Come on, bro, you know, I gotta go with my boy, man. I gotta go with Drake. Yeah, I knew that. Drake, Drake's, <laughs> Drake's, always, Drake's always an essential, man. It's always in the playlist. Um. That's always my go-to. Uh, it's also my, you know, typical walkout song. I had to pick a walkout song for a year. I'd go with some Drake, switch it up every now and then. Pre-game, I'm a little bit versatile. I got, got some hard rock in there, some ACDC. Okay. I have some of that in there. Uh, some Push a little dirt, Chief Keith, definitely an essential. Uh, Very versatile with my playlist, updated every day. So,
0: yeah, I man, love that. Got you. Got it. Got it. Yeah, after. I love that, bro. Especially especially for, like, sports and stuff. Like, you got to get yeah. hyped for the game, yeah, man. Like, got you, man. No, yeah. And I knew you were going to say, Drake, you, you, are, you know how to ask. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. how to ask. <laughs> Already. Already. So, let's move on to this next question. What pitcher do you model yourself after the most? Like, when you see a guy in MLB today or, like, you know, even way back when, like, well, who's a guy that you model your pitching after?
1: Hands down, Marcus Stroman. One of my favorite athletes to ever play the game growing up I wasn't always just a pitcher I also played some middle infield so yeah, I also, right. you know, modeled myself alpha uh Derek Jeter that used to be my favorite player and then he retired coming up I followed Marcus Stroman since he was at Duke has a crazy story big character guy big emotional guy I very much like how I pitch um, definitely my favorite player um, as of right
0: now, and it's definitely somebody I watch every day, and definitely model after. No, I respect the hell out of Mark Stroman. I, I love that dude. Yeah. He's great. Um, he's a Met, so, like, I can't have too much love for the guy. But, you know, I love I love the way he plays, bro. Yeah, He's got a I, lot of heart.
1: Growing up, I, I was a Yankees fan because of Jeter. Right. Um, then Jeter retired, you know, hopped on the Stro train, was with him through the Blue Jays days, and he got traded over to the Mets. So, you know, I just go where he goes. Now I'm a Mets fan. I know it's kind of like you with LeBron.
0: No, nah, I respect it. Uh, yeah, no,
1: yeah. <laughs> was it was the Yankees fan? Was the Blue Jays fan? Now I'm LGM. Let's go Mets, man. So I'm yeah. all with the Mets now.
0: There was a period of time, like right before he got traded to the Mets, that he heavily linked to the Yankees. Yeah, and I was like, all right, like I was so here for it, bro. But he ended up going to the Mets. I actually,
1: he just got a um, his first press conference of spring training. You know, pitchers and catchers reported last week. Yeah, and one of the reporters did ask him that. They asked him about you know. Wanting to be a Yankee and he completely shot it down. He said, you know, I have a lot of family members from New York. Um, Almost all of them are Mets instead of Yankees fans. I know that the press tried to roll that out that story when I was, you know, about to go into my free agency, but never was never was true. I I, I saw them Yankees or Phillies, believe it or not, the Mets was kind of out of left field. Didn't really see it coming, but yeah, they
0: weren't in a they weren't in a great spot too when he got traded there. They weren't like a super contending team. I expected him to go to a team that was contending at the time. Right, I
1: think they were just trying to build pieces around Degrom. You know, Mm -hmm. Herman was a one-two kind of guy. He's now down at a three-four, but he's definitely somebody that you you want to have in your rotation.
0: Oh, boys have a hell of a team this year. Yeah, yeah. Free agency was crazy for them. Looking forward to it. Be all right. Um. So let's move on. So what is your favorite part about playing baseball at Dell State? could be anything, bro. That's tough. I mean, Dell State, I
1: committed there summer going into my junior year. Just felt like a great fit. Uh, coaching staff met them at a young age. They were the first Division One team to show heavy interest in me. Um, I also started taking classes at Dell State my junior year of high school. Um so just, it was just a great fit financially, athletically. Uh, it felt like a great fit for me. What I like the best about it here is just being, you know, close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's being able to just go home on, a, on, a, on an off day, come back all in one day, a one-day trip, or just having the ability to have family members, close friends from high school, being able to come up to my games. Um, it's a feeling like no other. Like, last game I started in was February 22nd, so about a year ago. Um, against University of Massachusetts uh, through a complete game shutout and I had some of my closest friends there, you know, Jake Walls, yeah, uh, Darrell Wilson, just some, you know, just guys like Alex Weber comes out every now and then. Just being able to have those guys, you know, come out to a game 40 minutes away from home is a feeling like no other. And then on top of that, just the, the relationships I've made here, man, is, you know, it's an HBCU, so it's definitely different from high school, uh, different atmosphere, different environment, but just guys that lifelong friendships that I just made here coming in here as a young kid. I was always a younger kid for my, um, class. So since freshman year, just finding mentorship here and just, you know, guys who you can really relate to is definitely one of the best parts about going here playing at Dell state.
0: Yeah. What I see from all the Dell state guys, you guys seem super tight. Yeah. Yeah. Super tight. And I love that as a, like from a camaraderie standpoint, as a team, like you guys got to be together. You know what I mean? Like you guys all seem cool to each other, always joking around. Like that's good. Definitely a group. Know, necessary. Equipment. Yeah. Necessary. Um. All right. So I know I kind of already asked this, but favorite MLB team, favorite MLB player. We already talked about Stroman mm-hmm. a little bit. Um. Is there anybody else in there at the MLB that you admire? Um. There's some. There's some guys coming up. I'm all about
1: new school baseball. You know what I mean? So, yeah. The Andersons of the league. The uh, Fernando Tatis is – I'm all for it. I'm completely bought in. Uh, I love seeing it. I think that, you know, baseball is just like society itself. It's every day it evolves. And, you know, it's always been called America's pastime and all that. But I I love to see the game, you know, go to new levels. Like, just analytics itself has taken off. You know, baseball is completely analytic-driven, whether it's velocity, the technology that's used, Rapsodo, synergy. I mean, it's crazy. Like, I can even – go on my laptop right now, look up any one of my boys, uh, any school, you know, getting the scouting report ready, uh, type it on in and look up any at bat, any pitch. It's, it's just, it's great to see where the game's going. And guys like Tatis, Baez, um, Amir Garrett, you know, it's just, I, I love the new school of baseball. So I'm, that's, pro- I, that's probably where I'd go outside of Stroman. Any of those younger guys who are, you know, not, with the norm of baseball, the traditional baseball, you know, hard every play, they're going out there emotional. I love, I love playing the game with emotion, man. I love it. So any, any athlete, you know, any player in today's league who represents that, I'm I'm completely for it.
0: Yeah, I want to say, I want to say Stroman, and Tim Anderson were really the first guys in this, like, new age that started showing that kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you said, with Tatis coming on, like, Tatis is a superstar. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just got that 14-year deal. Like, that boy's locked him for life. And mm-hmm. he's going to be one of the best players in the be for years to come, bro. Like, yeah. I could yeah. do yeah. rakes. Yeah. And back to the analytics thing, like, analytics has taken over the game at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, analytics can either – analytics can, destro- can destroy a player's career. Right. Like, if you look right. at somebody's underlying numbers and they're bad – like, you yeah. could be out of the league real fast. Moneyball, perfect example. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Like That's where it started. And right. it's crazy to see where the league's at now as compared to, like, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's evolved so much. Like like you said, we got these new age guys. Um, it's it's a good time. It's yeah. we're bringing people back to baseball because I feel <laughs> like it's –
1: exactly
0: like, people want to watch football and basketball and stuff. And, like, so do I. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. But – at the same time, I've always watched baseball. I grew up on baseball. It was the right. first sport I watched, first sport I played. Um, and I'm glad to see that people are now starting to have more interest in it mm. as the time goes on because I miss that. Yeah, yeah. You know, because, like, growing up, like, we – like, everybody was watching baseball. Now it's basketball. True. Basketball or football. Um, but I just – I want – I want the young kids, like, I want everybody to start watching baseball again. Like, that's – because that's the sport that I love. I know that's what you love because you play. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the new age guys. I'm loving. I'm loving. Sure. Um. So last question: Who's winning the 2021 World Series? Let me know right now. My heart, my heart wants
1: to say the Mets, man. I, I want to go Mets. <laughs> I, I, you know, we got a good team, got some good pieces, free agency. We did well, but I really don't see anybody stopping the Los Angeles Dodgers, man. No. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm also I met. Can't believe I forgot to bring this up, Trevor Bauer huge trevor bauer fan Um, oh yeah i'm not sure if you're familiar with his youtube but yeah over when they were you know last season in the playoff push and all the way leading up to that he had his little documentary going on where he was you know taking his viewers his subscribers in his day of the life every day uh start days the day after starts the day before starts and i learned a lot myself from that I, i modeled a lot of my stuff whether it's uh being on a seven day routine um what to do before my starts, after my starts, recovery, all that kind of stuff, off of what I was watching. Um, right. definitely a huge Trevor Bauer fan. Not really happy with the way his free agency went down. Yeah. <laughs> uh he really lowballed us, but you know, I think I'm gonna have to go Dodgers, man. I'm gonna have to go Dodgers. I don't really see anybody I don't see anybody competing with them.
0: They didn't they they lost, they didn't lose any pieces. Exactly. They brought in a Cy Young winner, like And they were like, for for me going into the World Series last year, they were miles ahead of the race. Oh yeah, Yeah. like miles ahead of the race. So and that now they're bringing on Trevor Bauer, like Mm -hmm. Dustin May is their five, ridiculous. And I'm like, bro, Dustin May is a stud. Yeah, and he's the five. Like their pitching rotation is ridiculous. Like they still got the same batting lineup. They brought Justin Turner back. Mm I I agree. Like I don't I don't see anybody stopping this team. I. I think they're loaded. I don't. I'm not sure what their salary cap space is like for the years to come, as far as like who's gonna go, who they're gonna lose, and stuff like that. But I, I nobody's gonna beat them.
1: I'd say in a series, there's no shot. I mean, no. I, I've never been a huge Kershaw fan. I, I hate him. I yeah, think me neither. He's a great regular season starter. Um, postseason in the playoffs, he it's just like he's not built for the he's not built for the lights, right? So, you know. But then you got Walker Buehler. You got. Bauer, you got like you said, May. Like there's just guys right after him. I, I can't see anybody being able to roll out, you know, five starters and being able to compete with them in a seven game series. No way.
0: Uh I would watch the Padres too. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Padres right now. Yeah,
1: Blake Snell is a huge, yeah. huge. Blake Snell, fan. Darvish. Yeah.
0: Um, what's Clevenger's gonna come back from injury? I he was very inconsistent when he was playing for them when after he got traded and then he got hurt. Obviously. Uh, but I would watch them. I think that's that's going to end up being the NLCS, 100. percent
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Either them or Mets. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah,
1: it's a toss up. At. It's definitely a toss up. Yeah. Um, I though I, I, I do I do like our I like our our lineup better than theirs. I do. Than the Padres. Yeah, from top one to nine. Oh, I can I agree think. to that. Actually, yeah. I can yeah. agree to that. Bullpen, man.
0: It's going to come down to bullpen. Yeah. Um. Always good. I don't know, bro. But you're the NL East is just, like, stacked at this point. Yeah, it There's is. Dude, like, that, every every team in that division could win a division. Right. Outside of the Phillies, I don't think the Phillies can win a division. They'll still compete, man. Their lineup is right. ridiculous. The only part they're struggling
1: with is pitching. Their yeah. Lineups, their if, lineup if they
0: had good pitching, they would be good. Yeah. But like, you got the Braves. Like, the Marlins surprised everybody last year. Like, they're a young team. The Braves, obviously, with all their hitting and all their pitching. Like, I don't know, man. I think the, I think the Mets will win a division yeah um but that spot for the nl is gonna be tough this year bro like and like well who, who do you got coming out of yale
1: <sighs> gotta go yankees man. yeah I, gotta go yankees they're always in it um last year that was my that was my team to win it to really? yeah def- just because of their their bats but mm-hmm. you know I, I expect i got. I, I just don't see – I don't see anybody being able to out-hit them. And I know it comes down to defense, pitching, wins games. But, you know, I think that a lot of them will have a bounce-back year. Judge, stay healthy. Stanton, hopefully, he stays healthy. I need to. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I'll have to go Yankees out to AL. That'll be interesting, though.
0: I don't know, bro. It's like me being a Yankees fan, like I see this shit every year. Yeah. Um, for the past four years, like, we've, like, this is the year, like, we're gone, like, and it's, like, Astros, raised last year. Um, I will say them for the sake of saying that, but I would not be surprised if they disappointed again because right. they have pitching issues. Like, we don't know what Corey is going to be like. We don't know what Taylor's going to be like coming off yeah. of TJ. Like, and a bullpen is tough right now, too. Um, so, we'll see. I mean, we got Garrett Cole. Obviously, like, the bats, like you said. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We might, we might have a surprise to in the AL this year. We'll see.
1: That's what right, so no, it's, it, it'll, it'll be a toss up. I think that the NL is definitely trending upwards and the AL is trending downwards. Yeah, 100% it's my whole life of being a baseball fan and, you know, watching every single day, it's, it's never been like this. So it's definitely, I, I love it having a little bit of a mix up here, but, uh, NL is definitely on top right now.
0: Right. Because like if you think about it the past few years, like the Red Sox are nothing now. Yeah, no. The Astros, I mean, the Astros went to the CS last year, but they're phasing out. Yeah. Like they just saw a Springer. Mm-hmm. Um, So I just, there aren't really too many teams. Like you could say the White Sox, like they made some pickups this year. um, But like I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't see anybody out there in the AL that's going to be able to get it done. Right. And the Rays lost everybody. The Rays lost their pitching. I completely agree. Completely yeah. agree. Feel bad for that fan base, man. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel bad for last year because, you know, they broke my heart, but it's what like,
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a feel good story for them last year. Yeah, 100%. 100%.
0: All right, brother. I just want to thank you again for coming on. Of course, wish you best of luck this year. Maybe I'll make it out to a game or something. We'll see what's up. You're All sure. right. Appreciate it, man. You got it, brother. All right, guys. So that was the CJ Loper interview. Thank you guys for tuning into episode 16 of the Sam Sports Talk podcast you guys do not follow me on instagram at sam sports talk go check it out i'm posting daily on there tiktok at sam sports talk same stuff the blog Talk.com. okay writing articles on there every day every week sorry guys every week kev's writing articles on there maybe and gonna put some stuff on there too all right youtube youtube.com slash sam sports talk of course the highlight videos from these episodes are gonna go on there so you guys can go sub, like, comment, all that good stuff. All right. And then you guys can follow me on Twitter, if you really want to. All right. So guys, thanks again for tuning in. We'll see y'all next week.